Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. He's out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Put It in the Vault podcast. I am August Fort alongside Phil. Bates on Broadway. Bates. I'll be on Broadway. <laughs> and Ernest. Il faut nous trouver en Espagne pour les congés de mars 2022. Ernest, I've known you for three years, and that's the most French I've ever heard you speak. Uh, yeah, I just have to bring it out for the intro for the one time. So you know. What did you just say? Uh, I, I'll let them find out later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> well, let's start with our game on Saturday. I was not there. I was in Atlanta watching the Braves. But, Bates, I'm interested to know, does what happened versus Bama on Saturday change your opinion on our team? I mean, not really. They were better than us, and going in, I thought they were better than us, and now I know they really are better than us. So, so like, your opinion of our football team didn't change any between Saturday before the game and Saturday afternoon. No, I didn't. I went in, and I think we had a chance, and it uh, didn't look like we ever had a chance. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. Because uh, we talked about, you know, the earlier losses in the year. We're like, oh, we you know probably could have won, maybe even should have won those games. This one, I mean, I don't know what we could have done to one. What yeah. about you, Phil? Yeah, you're exactly right. And the right. Braves just took a 2 nothing lead. Wow. Adam Duvall. Back-to-back home, back home Let's runs. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Phil. Um, yeah, like he said, Bama clearly showed they're the better team than us. Um, I mean, we fought hard. I, I, liked, I liked our preparation for at least the first half. The I, first drive? The first drive. I mean, we came out swinging. We threw, we, I mean, we threw a couple of haymakers. They just were kept throwing body blows. Yeah, the and defense looked good for a lot of the first half. We, yeah, we were, we were solid. I'm not going to lie. Um, I liked pretty much uh, our defense was good. And to tell you the truth, I didn't say for the fourth quarter. Uh, first game you left early as a student? Yeah. It has. Um, I didn't. I had didn't leave early, even in last year's season, which is crazy. But yeah, I didn't stay for the fourth quarter, and that's when they really put the hurting on us. They put up like 20, 21 points. But to tell you the truth, if I watched the first half of that game or the first three quarters, I'll tell you, Bama did not look like a top five team in person. Just the way. That, but but it's the whole game. I know the whole game matters, and the way they wear on you and beat you down for the whole fourth quarter or the whole four quarters is really what matters. But that team didn't look like a top five, maybe even top ten team watching them in person. They weren't that spectacular. Bates? Ah, they were good. <laughs> I mean, they you know, when you're watching teams this year, I mean, Georgia is really, they jump off the screen at you as just who the best is. But, I mean, coming for that second, third, you know, trying to fill out that top four for the playoff, I mean, Alabama has as good a case as anyone. It's going to be tough um, because they will have to beat Georgia to get in. But So the road is not easy. But, you know. You know, they didn't look any worse than Ohio State, Cincinnati, a lot of these teams that are also in – Oklahoma's back in the talk. I mean, they're they're all in a pretty close field, I feel like. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point. Ernest, what what'd you th- – how long did you make it, Ernest? I didn't. Uh, I was out <laughs> tailgating, and I got a headache out of nowhere. It was bad. So did you get I too drunk, watched. Ernest? No. I don't, I'm not sure what happened, but um, I'm just happy Brendan, Brendan Ruiz is back because – that three points would have been crucial versus LSU, and it would have held versus Memphis, too, because we lost by, what, two to Memphis? Yeah. So I'm just glad that we've got that three points that we can rely on now. That's going to be a game-changer going he forward. He went three for three. Because we're going to keep it too close. So um, I'm I'm just glad he's back, and that's my main takeaway, honestly. That, that, I, I said the yeah. same thing to Bates yesterday. I think I said Ruiz looked good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he – 
three field goals. Reliable. Yeah. All right. Good game from Brandon Ruiz, but probably the biggest game on Saturday was Oklahoma State and Texas. And Oklahoma State won that game 32-24. Bates, you're still not very confident in Oklahoma State, though. It's, you know, it's just – it's tough to watch. I thought – until they got that pick six, yeah, they were going down. I was like, oh, this game's over. They, it, it they can't win. It very easily been 24-3 to in the first half, yeah. Texas. And then poor decision-making by uh, Casey Thompson led to a pick six, 85 yards for Oak State. And from there on, they just put the Jets on and they didn't look back. Yeah, I mean, they, their ground – I mean, Oklahoma State's ground game uh, is – Warren had a sneaky it, good game. Sneaky good. It was 193. I, I, I mean, yards. I looked up and it was 193. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah, the game. I was like, how did – I mean, he's doing good. He's just churning out yards. And I look at the stats at the end of the game. He had almost 200 yards. Yeah, it was very much uh, – they, you know, they reined in Spencer Sanders. You know, they were like, don't just don't cost us the game. He played a very game manager role, and he did obviously enough to win. Um, they relied heavily on Jalen Warren in that running game. Got to give it to Gundy. The second half adjustments him and his D coordinator man. made were huge. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you the two best teams in college football is fourth quarter Mississippi State and first half Texas. <laughs> no, nah, that's a joke. But I mean, it just seems put them like. Together. But if you put those two teams together, and you might have a missing third quarter, which you know that happens. But speaking of missing third te- quarter, that was Oklahoma Texas. State's first points in the third quarter all year. Allowed? No, scored. Scored. They got a field goal. They have three points in the third quarter now. That's outrageous. <laughs> I mean, you got to give credit to Oklahoma State's defense. So, like I was saying, they they held Texas to yeah. 300 yards. That's, That's impressive. Texas is a good offense. They have a really good offense. I mean, you got to feed Bijan in the second half. He had almost 100 yards at the end of the first half. In the second half, he had, uh, I think, just a rushing touchdown, and like that's it. Is Oklahoma State going to be undefeated when they play Oklahoma at the end of the year? They might not win next week against Iowa State. Iowa State. Yeah, State we'll talk about. We will talk about that one a little bit. One later, of so. one of the Oklahoma schools is going to slip up before the Big Twelve. Or before they play each other in Bedlam. One of them will. But I think people are not giving Oklahoma State enough credit, though, because I think Texas is a good team. I think Baylor's really good. Baylor they, is they a good team. They beat Baylor. Baylor's they beat Baylor. Team. They beat Boise and uh, Kansas State. So, I mean, they're, they're winning games. They're winning, and they're all I – mean, Which is exactly what Oklahoma was doing until last week. So Yeah. They're all they're all nail biters, though. There's not, they're not giving me style points, but if you go undefeated, you don't need any style points. That's right. But speaking of undefeated, Iowa failed to Purdue – on Saturday, what'd you think about that one, Bates? Yeah, I was kept keeping up with that. Um, you know, didn't get to watch it live, but from what I was seeing, it was just Purdue was just dominating that game. Iowa um, finally got exposed defense. or something. <laughs> I, I do think uh, Iowa's defense was legit, but their offense, offense is very bad. Their, their offense, you know, was their weak point, and Purdue either just found what had to do to expose them, or Iowa had an off week. You know, it's hard to know. They may have overlooked Purdue. Can't really tell, but I mean, it was just a dominant performance by Purdue. Yeah, I I wasn't even watching that game. I didn't think there was a possibility that Iowa would lose that game, especially at home. I yeah. I thought it was on the road to, in West Lafayette at Purdue, but just to look up and see seventeen seven in the fourth quarter, and then Purdue throw on another one. I think Spencer Petrus or whatever his first name is. I mean, I saw the stats. He had like four picks. The, the Iowa offense was absolutely just. Purdue's defense looked like Iowa's defense. For some reason, Iowa was just incompetent on offense. And in the red zone, they had three red zone trips um, with under seven minutes left to go in the game, and none of them resulted in points. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, allowing 24 points Purdue. For Iowa's defense, that's probably a bit of a letdown because that's kind of their trademark. Um, But 24 points is not not bad at all, and it's – it's it enough probably, to keep you in the game. It was probably set up by the incompetence of the offense, that, too. That, I'm sure some of it was. Um, but, you know, if you're 
putting up if you're allowing 24 points a game you should have a shot to win at least be close but um they're just offense couldn't get anything going all game yeah i mean and i was thinking that iowa's defense was going to give them a chance to win every game because they've shown that so far this year but you've got to have some sort of offensive production and they have really struggled on that side of the ball you know 10 years ago you might be able to have a team like iowa make it all the way to championship strictly off of defense I mean, win games in the single digits, low teens, you know. But this, I mean, in this age, you've got to have some sort of offense in order to make it to a championship and win a championship. And I was ranked number two, and I I don't think you can have the second-best team in America in 2021 have that bad of an offense. How far do you think you would drop them in the rankings? No, I mean, I still think they're top ten. I mean, I, I think I think they're a good team. I mean, I think this year you've seen a lot of upsets already. Right. Yeah. I don't think we have to, to is this, bash Iowa. And, and it's hard to – I mean, going into that week, I mean, I would say Iowa had the clear-cut best resume for number two. So, I mean, I don't think they were right. overrated in the polls or anything. Correct. They just – Yes. The pressure of being undefeated also is also something that's not talked about enough. I mean, it is hard when you're undefeated. It's a lot harder to win a game when you have a zero in your loss column than it is when you have when right. you lost a game. Is this the first time since 2007 where a number one team and a number two team lost in back-to-back weeks? Uh, uh, that could that's, a, that's a fact for the yeah, Bear, but it, it's a possibility. It's, definitely, it's something that crossed my mind earlier this week, which I was like, number one lost last week and number two, two lost this week. We're, we're slowly getting on that projection of ones and twos losing out. I just I don't know about Georgia. Yeah. Good. Ernest, I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. Top four teams. Can't put Florida in top four. Go. Please don't put uh, all this got... in top four. <laughs> nah. Uh so Georgia is obviously at number one. Um at number two, I would I I'd probably put Ohio State at number two, honestly. Um at number three, uh Number three, we're probably going Alabama. And then at number four, this was kind of tough. Um, could be Iowa. Could be Cincinnati. Uh, Iowa? They just lost, bro. Uh, no, let her speak. Let her speak. They lost to Purdue, of all people. So Wild you said Ohio Wild. State at two? Alabama. said Ohio State at two. Who's at three? Three is Alabama. I th- I, th- I think they're I think they are a little bit better than Bama, um, right now. Who's your four? See, that's that's what I'm stuck up on. Uh, I I'm not sure if I got a definite four. Ernest is putting Florida at four. No, it's definitely it's definitely not Florida. Uh, I'm trying to think who 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 am I missing? That is really <laughs> Cincinnati OU. Yeah, I'd have to probably say OU to be honest. Okay, I don't, I don't like them. But I mean, it's a boring time I mean, for, but I mean, it's yeah, not, a, it's fact, not an egregiously wrong. The fact that you didn't even think about them though when putting them in yeah. tells me that they aren't your fourth best team. I mean, I think <laughs> OU is beating Cincinnati and Iowa pretty candidly. So I mean, I hope they beat Iowa. So I just wanted to put Ernest on the spot because I think he's got the best takes on his podcast, and I think there's a lot of people who agree with that. Anyway, America's team won. On Saturday, UConn won their first game. They beat Yale. They were an underdog, won the game. (laughs) Big win for the Huskies. You got to love seeing it. I got to see if they can keep it going this week. I'm not sure who they played 
think they play Middle Tennessee this week. Yes, that is fifteen coach, point. I think I, I think I might have some action. Coach on that. Spanos got the Huskies rolling. Um, interesting play at the end of the game when Yale threw up the hail mary and UConn decided not to bat it down but instead try to catch it. And they intercepted it, but somehow it looked like Yale scored a touchdown on the final play. Had me tricked. And they got to redo the final play too. They got Yale got two throws off. Oh and really? Yeah, they they got back to back attempts due to penalties. <laughs> oh boy. Too many men on the field for UConn. <laughs> uh, they just they almost lost it, but they won the game. Got to give them credit for winning the game. A little trivia, Bates. Who are the two winless teams in college football? That's it. I I know Arizona is. Arizona is one. They've been bad forever. The other one, I want to say, not you. Who's the? It's not UTSA. It's U, is UTEP the other one? No, no, UTEP's actually pretty good. UTEP's yeah. all right. I know UTEP's is, is it Southern? Or does Southern have a No, Southern has a win. Southern beat Grambling. I'll, I'll give you a hint. The other team in the state of Mississippi shares a mascot name with them. The, the Rebels? Oh, out in, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Wyoming. In Nevada. But not Nevada. The other ones. Yeah. Come on. It's a city. <laughs> Lots of UNLV. Yes. UNLV is the winless. Rebels. UNLV is winless. That's a little trivia from Bates. Good job on getting the Arizona win, though. That's, yeah, that's Arizona, Arizona's just bad. And we asked earlier in the podcast, when is it okay for you to start rooting for a team to go undefeated the whole season? You I mean th- winless? Yeah. Oh, yeah, rooting. And it's yeah. never too early. It's never too early, but I'd say this is the exact right point where you start cheering for Arizona and UNLV to just lose the rest of the uh, I kind of disagree. I kind of like seeing the teams that are absolutely garbage win a game. I just like because they get so excited. They want to storm the field. Like Vanderbilt. You when they UCon- when Vanderbilt beat UConn. Yeah, when Vanderbilt beat UConn and they're like, it's like they won the championship. I love, I love seeing that type of stuff. That's why I like pulling for UConn. But Ernest? You ready for Nashville this weekend? Oh yeah, I'm hyped. Um, Broadway seems like it's pretty, pretty good, or it's gonna be pretty fun. Um, of course, we get to see Vandy, <laughs> the mighty best, Commodores, best team in the SEC. So you know, uh, and then uh, we get to hang out with Noah a little bit, see how that co-op's going. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Bates, how you feeling about Nashville? You know, City of Lights. Uh, I've enjoyed it every time I've been up there. So. You know, good to go back. I've never, I've never been on. Well, I've been on Broadway, but not at night. So oh, dangerous! You feeling dangerous this weekend, Bates? Yeah, it, it'll be fun to experience it. Um, See what it's all about. Bates finna turn up. All right, Bates, you finna meet your wife this weekend? Yeah, let's let's wanna, hope not. Honestly, there's probably some. <laughs> I don't want to commit to anything, <laughs> but you know, I'm not ruling anything out either. Let's go. Let's go. Prop bet on Ernest though. Will Ernest kiss a girl? Yes or no? I'm gonna go to Zoomies again and get that bucket hat that says "Moms" on it. So I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm gonna say no. After, yeah. after, after, after that one, if Ernest is wearing a bucket hat that says "Moms," you don't think he's gonna kiss a girl? I, I don't <laughs> like his chances. There are so many plastered women on Broadway, especially at night. The I like the odds here. I've been hammering the under for his date parties all year. I'm gonna take Ernest with confidence here. He's got it. Yes. You think you're gonna kiss a girl, Ernest? Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I th- here's the I better think- question: Are you gonna be in Sigma Chi or the track team on Saturday? <laughs> uh, is it too much to ask? Or both? Or both? Either or. I'm not sure. <laughs> it just kind of you kind of spur the moment thing. Yeah. What you're feeling? Yeah. You probably have more success with the track team though, don't you? Probably more yeah, athletic, probably, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> run a little social experiment. Oh, or you can Draft try one. You can try one Friday night and try and one then, on Saturday. Yeah, 
Like Bates said, boat. With the mom's bucket hat on. Or that boat. actually probably would work at Sigma Chi more than it would. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, interesting, interesting Nashville tidbit for me. I'm not going this weekend, but apparently I've won two contests in the last week to win free Predator, Nashville Predators hockey tickets. And um, I refused the first ones because I had a test that day, and I accepted the ones for the game um, Tuesday night, and obviously I couldn't make it to Nashville. It's like a five-hour drive. Tried to put my tickets on sale at StubHub. They were, like, right alongside the glass, too, like the second row back from the glass. Would have went for 80 bucks a pop or more, and nobody bought the tickets. Nobody bought the tickets? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, but it let you post them, though? Yeah, it did. Oh wow! Wish I would have made about one sixty. That would have yeah, been, that, that been nice. Maybe they'll be. I guess they won't call you back again since you got yours, or they'll just keep going through the list and you'll get some more. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe one of these times I'll actually get to go to a game. How about that? That would be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. I'm I'm very proud of that essay I wrote for you, saying that Phil's a great fan and needs tickets. Yeah, so. thank. You. Shout out to August for putting my name in the drawing. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to Nashville. But real quick. I want to shout out Caledonia High School football, 7-0, and playing for a district championship on Friday. Really hope they can pull that through. Wish I could be there, but we've been playing in this Nashville trip since freaking before school started. So I'm going to be in Nashville, but I'll definitely be keeping up with that one. I wish them the best of luck. And who this, they got? Who they we got? We got Itawamba, and they're obviously district championship. They're, the, they're a really good team. They're top four in 4A, so should be a good one. Should go, be really good. Go Feds or Cavaliers, whatever you say. <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want to call them. But this weekend in college football is really, honestly, slow. It's There's not that many good games. I think the game that catches my eye the most is LSU at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is not a half-point favorite. Who wins that game, Bates? I, I, I got to go Ole Miss. LSU is just I, – I think they're punching way above their weight class right now. Um, beating Florida, heck, even beating us uh, – and those are big, big games that they've been winning, and uh, we just got to call robbed a home run. Braves did. Yeah, Duvall just Wait, robbed a home run. That's huge. Trying to hold our excitement. In, <laughs> yeah, that was big. Yeah, that was huge. Anyway, Bates. So you think uh, Ole Miss wins? But I think Ole Miss. Yeah, writes the ship. Just is it in the vault? Is it Oxford? Thank you. Uh, yes, it is in Oxford. Okay, yeah, I think I think the Rebels are going to pack the vault. Uh, the Grove is going to be rocking. Not not often do uh, Coach O and the boys come to town. Well, every two years, that is. But It's the last time, though. It, it will be the last time Coach O and the boys head to Oxford um, before Coach O makes his departure from uh, Baton Rouge. But I, th- I think uh, – Ole Miss can pull this one out. I, it, it shouldn't be much of a Not, test for It shouldn't even be a pull it out. It should be a just dominant. But it's Ole Miss, though. It's Ole Miss. To though. be fair, LSU's got a pretty good ground game. Um, whoever their running back was against Florida, uh, he, he put the most yards up in an LSU uh, single-game history rushing, which is a little shout-out to that guy. Don't know your name, but good job. I said they're gonna have to though, cause their number one receiver is out, right? Yeah, they they played with like twenty like twenty guys out yeah. against Florida and still pulled it off. So shout out LSU for that one. Looks like they're really playing for the coach. I'm gonna pick LSU to win this game because a the players who want to coach have fired, coach has gone, so they ain't gotta worry about that. So I think they LSU's got absolutely nothing to lose right now. 
So they're just playing with free money. I think LSU can go into Oxford and win this game. I thought they looked really good versus Florida. Like, that came out of nowhere. Right. Like, I thought Florida was going to beat them by 30. And you got to give LSU a little bit of credit for how they – like, beating Florida was uh, decently that's, impressive. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was very – Impressed. Now by Florida what didn't LSU, look great in, yeah. in general. They they had six points in the first half outside of the hail mary they threw at the end of the half. But both teams really really turned it on. But considering what LSU half. did versus Kentucky the week before, you, I mean, I was surprised to see them win any game, much less beat Florida. So yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pick against Ole Miss every week because I'm just. They were close versus Tennessee. Bates, I think you said that oh, Tennessee was not gonna keep that close. We need to address that. Game. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee definitely had their chance to win that game. Yeah. Phil, you a big fan of throwing trash on the field? Um, no. Field. <laughs> Not your own field, especially. Um, no, I, there's never a time for that. Was it justified? You could argue that maybe. Um, but at the end of the day, when you have to escort out the band and the cheerleaders, ultimately that is not ideal, and that is not something that you want representative of your program um, do I think the call on the field was wrong? Yeah, I think he picked up the first down on that fourth and 27 play. I think um, from what I heard, Tennessee fans were also very, very irate from a call in the first half where they had a touchdown taken off the board where Corral fumbled in the pocket and Tennessee returned it for a touchdown. So there was a, there was a lot of things other than that fourth and 27 play. And in addition, Kiffin coming back uh, into Knoxville. Um, throwing trash on the field was a bit extreme. Um, but what I did see, the video that everybody loves of Kiffin walking off the field before he threw his visor into the, into the stands, he looked like he one-handed caught a water bottle, but contrary to belief, he actually dropped it. So, uh, after further review, the catch is incomplete and there was targeting on the play, uh, from the Louisville game. (laughs) Oh man. Bates, uh, what is this you're telling me about? Tennessee's going to look at surveillance of every fan that threw trash on the field. Yeah, so the punishment, they have to pay a $250,000 fine, and they also have to use surveillance cameras, uh, security officers that were on the scene. They have to identify supposed to be anyone who threw anything on the field I don't, and then ban them for the rest of the season. I don't know how they're going to pull that off, uh, but they do have to have a comprehensive list set to the SEC before their next home game. Now, that is a few weeks away. I think they have two away games and a bye week before their next game uh, against Georgia. But, I mean, it's pretty – it was a pretty hefty punishment, uh, in my opinion, um, but it still didn't go far enough. I'd ban fans the rest of the year. No you, more fans in Neyland. You – oh, the rest of the year? The just, rest of the year. They're fans Back to COVID? Zero. Uh, you know who won't get banned, though? Joe Milton. He did not throw anything on the field, especially not on that last play of the game. That's true. Was, that was uh, really good right there. That, that was that was good, Phil. You get, you get some credit there. But based with the uh, capital punishment, just kick them all out. You know? Yeah, no fans. No more fans the rest of the Yeah, that was embarrassing. All right, right no I more. Hope, I hope we're never going to do something like that. But I love watching Ole Miss fans take the moral high ground when the video sur- surfaces back to when they threw trash on the basketball court at Tennessee players at their home basketball game. So, Ole Miss fans, you can sit this one out too. Phil, please don't ever throw anything onto any kind of field. If, if I, know I bring you get a, pretty fired up, but just don't start my cowbell that. might end up on the field if something happens in the Egg Bowl this year. But that's about the only thing I'll throw on the field. What if the state fans oh. start throwing cowbells on the field? That's just as bad. Just uh, that's, a hundred, that's a hundred. That's times a worse. <laughs> yeah, that's assault. Eh. 
I mean, we got actually. I mean, they're throwing mustard bottles and you know empty golf beer balls. cans and golf balls or something right for wherever <laughs> that came from. But you know, I mean, it's it's ugly and it's bad. Um, but you know, I there's no excuse. Yeah, no excuse. No it was excuse. a first. Time. No excuse at all for that in any college game. But Oklahoma State and Iowa State, we touched on that just a little bit. We mentioned they play each other. Who do you like in that Bates? Uh, Iowa State is a touchdown favorite. At one point, they are. I think that's too much. Is that Stillwater or Iowa? It's in uh, Iowa State. Yeah. The fact that Iowa State is favored just has me. uh, I would expect Oklahoma State to be favored, and if they were, I would say that's probably not good. Iowa State's right for the upset, but the fact that Iowa State is favored kind of makes me think someone knows something in Vegas. Um, I'm not sure what that is, but Vegas always they they always know. Over the last few years, can you name a more like a place where more upsets have happened other than uh, Ames, Iowa. I feel like ranked teams, especially top 10 teams, go to die in Ames, Iowa. Yeah, they're, I mean, they love to play there. But Iowa State, they've kind of been down this year. Um, I mean, a top 10 matchup in Ames this year that uh, didn't go their way um, playing Iowa. But, I mean, they're good. Uh, Brees Hall, yeah, you got a good quarterback, you got a good running back. Brock Purdy. Anyone can keep him in the game. Um at any time. It won't be a runaway. It'll be a one-score game, I That's think. That's what I'm saying. I, even if Iowa State wins this game, I think it's within a touchdown. Can, yeah. can o- Oklahoma State win a game by more than double digits? No. <laughs> I, that's not That's not how they're built. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, it's been – I mean, every game I've watched, I'm like, wow, they're going to lose. It. At some point, I'm like, I I fully think they're going to lose, and then they just turn it – flip a switch, turn it on. Yeah. Get a, get a break, whatever it is, and then they pull it out. Another interesting uh, ranked team fact uh, that I heard over the weekend is that Purdue has more wins over AP top two teams than anybody in college football ever, and it's doubled the next team. Wow. that That's a stat you, you never thought you'd hear. Yeah. Purdue? Purdue. What the heck? That's kind of crazy. But And they're 2-0 and they're two, two in their last... Uh, Two times playing AP top two team. What was the other one? Iowa and Ohio State. When they had Ohio State and uh, the little receiver running around back there. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. Very interesting stat, though, from Phil. So. But I think that's going to be an interesting game. Oklahoma State could be the next Iowa. Kind of just fall. As and Freddie, Freddie Freeman just went deep. Braves up 3 to nothing on three solo home runs. And people were saying we had no chance in this game. This is awesome. Anyway, uh, I think Oklahoma State's going to win. It'll be a good game, though. Mississippi State and Vandy, we're 20.5-point favorite. Who covers the spread there, Phil? 20.5. Um, the Bulldogs. I mean, clearly in the offseason, Vandy's football team had nothing better to do than to dance on top of the dugout of their baseball uh, in their baseball stadium. So they haven't – they're not ready. Vandy's just strictly not ready. They're not going to be able to anchor down. It's going to be a rematch of the Game 3 of the College World Series – we're we're gonna destroy them, Bates. I know you you're kind of thinking that this one might be a little bit closer than the spread. I mean, I don't think it matters what Vandy does. Um, it's gonna come down to what state team shows up. If we're locked in, ready to go, I mean, we win this game by forty. Um, but if we have any mental errors, it wasn't good week of practice, whatever it is, they'll hang around. We won't put them away. We'll make mistakes on both sides of the ball, and it'll look a lot more like last year's twenty four fourteen victory. But it was ugly. Any significant injuries to note for state? Is all pretty much everybody healthy? I think we're pretty healthy. They were healthy. Rogers went into the tent during the game last week, but 
I mean, he finished the game. So okay. I don't know if there was any long-term injury from that. But There is that Bama, the week after Bama effect that so many teams experience where you're so beat down after playing them. All right, but, but, I mean, we are playing Vanderbilt. I, I don't think it's going to matter. I think Vanderbilt is very, very bad. And I think we're going to win this game by probably around 30. There is that. I, I'm a reverse on the Alabama team after Alabama effect. You play Alabama, and you're you know you're playing full grown man, and then whoever you play next, they just they're just not as big, they're not as strong, they're not as fast, they're a step down. So you think um, you you play better after playing? So, yeah, I think the game after Bama, I think you just step up, um, and it's because they seem inferior and especially inferior when they're coming from Vanderbilt. So yeah, Ernest, what's the score going to be? It's probably going to be like thirty five to seven. I think it's going to be something like that. That's, um, a, that's, a that's decent, probably a good score. We're going to score 35. You don't think Ruiz is going to make any field goals? I think he's going to make a couple. <laughs> then uh, how are we, getting, how are we getting 35, man? Safety. Exactly. <laughs> We're getting yeah. <laughs> too much math at 8 o'clock on a Wednesday. But Ernest thinks we're going to win 35-7. to 7. Like that, I think that's yeah. pretty good, Ernest. Yeah. I like that's that. A, yeah, fair bet. I think that's fair. But speaking of bets, my last two weeks I've given one pick on here and both of them have hit. So, you know, i got to keep it going. i got to get you all some money. This week, my favorite one is Ohio State minus 19.5 over Indiana. Indiana's 2-4. and four. They lost by 24 to Penn State, 14 to Cincinnati. Ohio State's won their last three by 40. I think Ohio State is absolutely killing everybody. they got something to prove right now. I think Ohio State wins this by at least three touchdowns. I mean, Ohio State is literally just demolishing people Running right now. Through. I mean, they, they look really good. They look so much better than they did early in the year, and I don't see that letting up. I don't think Indiana's that good. They're a two-win team versus a really good Ohio State team. Bates, what do you think about that pick? I mean, that's a good bet. Like I said, Ohio State's really turned around uh, since week three or four. Um, they've looked uh, offensive juggernaut, defensive doing enough. So, yeah, and like I said, Indiana's not very good either. So, I mean, I Ohio State should win this game three scores. Yeah, that's a fair bet. I, I think you're riding off what Steven said on the podcast earlier. He was just going to take Ohio State with the points to uh, rest Yeah, of the Ohio State, Bama, and Georgia. Whatever they're laying, you can pretty much take. Except yeah. for last week. I did bet Kentucky. Kentucky covered spread. I knew that 24 was a little too much. I think that Kentucky team proved that – they are legit. Oh, they're, and they're, they're the third belong. best team in the SEC. Oh, they might. I mean, I think the gap between Georgia and the field right now is very large, and I think Kentucky showed that they are definitely in that group that's right below, right below Georgia. Yeah. yeah, they're in the upper echelon of college. Uh, not, not just SEC, in the nation. Um, but to note, though, Indiana may, uh, only lost to a top-10 Michigan State team by five last week. And they played pretty well. Didn't cover. I think the spread was four and a half. But Indiana kept it close with Michigan State. I don't think it's Michigan, a different. I mean, yeah, Ohio State's a different, different beast yeah. than Michigan State. But I mean, that's still an interesting point. They kind of almost exactly. shut down Kenneth Walker. I mean, he was he was a bit of a non-factor. I mean, he he's going to get his yards, but you know. Yeah, I just think Ohio State's offense is clicking on all cylinders right now. So I really like that minus nineteen and a half. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap up. What we have for today, we really hope the Braves pull it through, and we look forward to having all of you again next week.